guess who's back? You're now listening to Unapologetic, the podcast, with your two hosts, Trey and Reg, discussing any and everything unfiltered, unfiltered, unfiltered. Y'all heard of, uh, um, damn, her name is Tashira, Tashira Jones. I just saw today she's she she was just elected the mayor in St. Louis, first black woman to be elected mayor of, of the city of St. Louis. Congrats to them. I, I I'm yeah, not that's what's up. And St. Louis is one of them, uh, another one of them cities, right? Yeah, yeah it's one of them. He- heavily black, but uh, mm-hmm. majority ran by whites. Yeah, definitely one of them, brother. Yep. Jeezy got married. How y'all feel about that? Um, so <laughs> it was a beautiful wedding. Oh, you watched it? I seen clips that he had posted on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, so first let me just say that I have nothing against interracial dating marriages, nothing whatsoever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it does something to me to know that a black woman couldn't get them, you know, like okay. That's it, that's all. But beautiful way, I wish them the absolute best. Um, he looks really, really happy. She looks really, really happy. Right. I guess at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But I really do like I just hate a black woman didn't get him. That's all. That's all. Yeah. I'm sure he tried his hand at a few. Uh, more than a few, right? Yeah. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> had a whole plethora probably of, of every every type of woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm happy for the man. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she makes sure that, uh, you know, even when, when she's on air, at least, mm-hmm. you know, when she, she talk about dude, bro, you know, she turned red in the face, man. You know, she be smitten, kidding. And that's been for. Yeah. Oh. For the past couple of years, man. That's so good, though. I'm, I'm happy for him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I have right. no sure, bitterness in me whatsoever. But, you know, I just be like, damn, I wish the sister would have got it. You know, so. I hope I hope that he's well taken care of and he he's able to take care of her as well, man. I ain't, I'm, I'm talking sure about. They are. I, well, I'm not even talking about about financially. So I'm talking about you know emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you know, being regardless of whether you got one dollar, you got ten million dollars. You know, we know being being black in in America is tough in itself. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that I'm quite sure that he has obstacles and he's going to have more obstacles to go through considering that he has an Asian wife now. So, you know, the best of luck at him, man. And, and, and hopefully it doesn't go, go wrong, go south. Right. You uh, yeah. never want to see that, but right. best of luck to them people, man. Y'all care about them uh, reporting that Kim K uh, is now a billionaire? I don't really care too much for the Kardashians at all. Right along. <laughs> <laughs> right along. Hey, what, what's going on with Paul Pierce though? He, I think he, he kind of having a midlife crisis probably. Think so? Oh well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't, maybe he just fed up. He like fuck it. I think that's really what it is, cause I, I really think he just, he just like you know what, just fuck it, like. Yeah. Being, being in the limelight like like that for the majority of your life probably because he probably been in the spotlight since he was probably a junior senior in high school all through the nba and now he on espn i mean I don't, maybe i mean I, I i can i probably can see that a lot of people tired of like living behind closed doors okay well let's wow. talk about it did he, did he really so he, is it is it just the is it the fact that he because he, he didn't do anything illegal 
Right. So he was smoking girl. weed. Where was he when he was smoking the weed? Was he in L- the legal state? No, he's in LA. He he, oh, he, okay. he said I'm in a he he said I'm in I forgot what what county, but he said he was like pull up. He said on the video. Yeah. So but so the answer, but the answer you drew, I think it's the optics. I think yeah, it's, I, it's, yeah that's it, he didn't do nothing wrong at all. Well, at the end of the day, like I said, I, I guess I guess they want they want clean cut people that don't live life and, and right like that. I mean, like you said, the optics, that's just what it is. I guess that, that image is, was a bit too much for them. Um, you know. But, but then the he whole... said, I'm sorry, Dre. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm but... so sorry. Go ahead. No, but the, the uh, it, it's just funny that they, they often have Matt Barnes on. And Matt Barnes is an advocate for smoking marijuana using marijuana products cbd mm-hmm. all of that i mean is you know you, you check the man instagram no he's not a full-time uh employee at espn but right. you know you you check matt instagram right now if you scroll past oh, yeah. five if you go scroll past five pictures you might not are you familiar with him Mm-mm. so yeah so if you if you look up matt barnes you scroll up five pictures five well i say you scroll up six pictures and you don't see him with a doobie in his hand i'll give you a hundred dollars so do you think it's because the women? That's probably what I, it is. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But you know, those, those young ladies have a, a job to do as well. Right. So, Absolutely. It was the fuck ESPN for me. Sorry. You're not gonna work for me, and you just went on live and said fuck me, and then think oh. I'm gonna come clock in. So it was the fuck ESPN for me. I didn't know he said that on the. No, live. me neither. Me yeah. Neither. Yeah, he's he. The video that I seen, he was like, "Fuck the ESPN, they trying to fire me." So that was after that was after the initial video, then, because I know he made oh. he made another he made another yeah. video. Uh, he made two or three yesterday. One of them, he was like, "Uh, I'm good. Y'all ain't got to worry about me. Watch, watch, watch what happened next." Like he got another show or something in the in the plans. Mm. Then he made another one. So, oh, okay. Well, I mean, let that man live, man. I mean, that that's but. That goes to show, like, I like a, a lot of what we do within our culture still is not accepted because he wasn't doing nothing wrong, like Dre said. Man, it's not accepted when we do it because other people can do it and get away with it, and it's no problem. But when we do it, oh, that sets a negative tone for you know, like, that's just not the direction we're going in, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, it's not okay when we do it, but yeah, like you say, right. Matt Barnes is a he a, a, a marijuana connoisseur. Yeah, and he, up. and he lost his job, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's just not acceptable when we do it. Right. And I'm well, sure he's not the only NBA player, NFL player, sports right. player that's done been to a strip club. That's I mean, the girls wasn't fully nude. They had on thongs, so it's not mm-hmm. like they were fully nude. He was in a, a, a marijuana legal state. Yeah. So it's not he wasn't breaking no laws. Right. So Dre, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they suspend um? Marijuana testing this year? NBA? Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I don't see the big deal. It's a wrap. I mean, even, though, even though he's not an active player, but I don't see the big and deal. And that's the thing. They're not even tested in the NBA for marijuana. So you mean to tell me the folks that are talking about the NBA are going to get, you know, blasted off on for doing it? You know, and I talked to a couple other people, and they and they they agree with what you said, Reggie. It's all about the optics, man. It's all about the image, man. So... Whatever you can't, I can't make anybody or tell anybody what to do with their business. When you own some shit, you do what you want to do with it. So that's that for me. Yeah. Did did uh did y'all watch the verses? 
I missed it. Did not. I but I it. heard um uh I heard he was giving uh well uh Ron Osley. They said he had a like gray beard. Yeah, yeah, he's been at it though. So, so he was giving out sugar daddy vibes. I seen him. Um hey Ron Osley is, is a wanted man right now. Right. They Yo, he that. had a chinchilla on with the with the salt and pepper, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it was a good show though, but but like me and uh we talked about last week, Dre. We was talking about uh why Steve Harvey up there, and I really like maybe I was biased going in, but he really got on my nerves probably about five, ten minutes into it. So this is what oh I saw. My God, I saw so many memes about him and his story. Though. Yeah, they were saying that Steve Harvey tell another motherfucking story. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, it was a sentimental night for him, man, going back in the day. I know I heard one story you talk about picking up women in station wagons and some shit. Yeah. You know, many moons to go for that, man. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, like I said, it was a sentimental moment. I mean, the same way, I don't know, I would quite be like that, but the same same way, you know, if I was on when, when tip or, you know, mm -hmm. currency or whatever, somebody like that, you mm -hmm. know, if I was hosting it, you know, I would be telling a story, bro. I remember when I was rolling up, blah, 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 blah. Or I was about to go do blah, 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 blah. When this came on and when this yeah. came out. So I get it. Yeah, but he was killing the vibe for real for me. But it was a good show, though. It was a good show. <laughs> it was a good show. Ozzy Brothers didn't play my song, but that, that's all right. Um, a prayers up for DMX. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's very sad, man. Uh, he's still in a vegetative state. Um, yeah. On on uh life support, yeah. Mm. Today is Wednesday. I think they said that he, he's doing like an extensive brain treatment to, or not yes. treatment, but testing today to make sure to see like if anything has gone on with his um with his how much brain activity yeah how much activity mm -hmm. he has left in his brain and then I guess that determines they'll let the family know to where okay he has this much activity going on in the brain so you have this percent of a chance that he might pull through or not. So I guess that gives them a, a better understanding of whether they want to pull the plug or not. Jeez. Jeez, man. Prayers out to the family, man. That is unfortunate. Absolutely, man. And uh, It was drug related, right? Yeah. He, they said he OD'd and had a heart attack or something like that. Yeah, okay. Man, mm -hmm. man it's just like when, when you got them demons, you can't get like, it's, it's hard to shake them, man. I, I guess like we will... Of course, we'll never understand it because we don't indulge in drugs like he did or uh, does. Right. But just shaking them demons, man, because I'm pretty sure he's been battling that drug demon for the longest, probably since the 90s, early 90s. Yeah. That. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, ever since he um, this has happened, I know that a lot of blog sites has been posting that, like an article or an interview that he did where he was tricked into taking crack cocaine in the first place. I think yeah. they said like his friend or somebody mm -hmm. put it in a, in a blunt. Mm -hmm. So that's, it, initially that's kind of sort of how he got hooked on it in the first place. Yeah, It wasn't even something he intentionally started doing. It's like he was tricked into it. Right, right. Yeah. Yep, I, I heard that on the, um, the, 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 Documentary, the Rough Riders documentary. You know what I'm talking about, Dre? The one that they did. It's kind of like the Cash Money one. Then they did a Rough Riders. On, on BT, yeah, 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 yeah. They did a. Uh, well, it was No Limit. Then they did the Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of sad. Yeah, story. I that, man. Now yeah. it takes one time for that stuff, man. Yeah, that's what they say. Um, that video I sent y'all of George Floyd. You said you didn't look at it, but uh, what's your thoughts on it, Dre? Dude, 
I'm not surprised at, at, at how they're trying to, you know, weasel people into saying whatever it is they want to say for the benefit of their defense, mm-hmm. man. I mean, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. It don't sound like he said he ate too many drugs to me. Right. right. Um, I don't know what he said, but no. it don't sound like that. It don't sound like he said he ate too many drugs. Exactly. And that's what the yeah. video was, was on. Like, and, and I'm glad that uh, the fella that was up on the stand, you know, he didn't take the pressure. He didn't take the bait. You know what I mean? Because it could have been very, very easy to do it, man. Yeah. So nah. just, to, just to, I'm sorry. No, you good. Just to update you real quick, uh, Aisha. Um, the uh, prosecutor asked the dude. Uh, he played a video. And was like, uh, "What do you hear?" And and to me, I it sounded like a man taking his last breaths. Sound like mm-hmm. a man that 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 was you know on the verge of dying. And he played it twice and the guy was like, I don't know, I couldn't, I couldn't make it out. He said, um, it didn't sound like I ate too many drugs to you. And the guy mm-hmm. was like, the guy said no. And so he played it again. Yet. He played it again and, and he's like, What does it sound like to you? And he's like, I couldn't make it out. And that and me neither. I don't know. My, I mean, I don't know what he what what this prosecutor thought he was hearing, but I, I ate too many drugs. Then it didn't sound like that. No, no, no. I, I can't. I can't agree with you on that one, buddy. I, you know, but yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah, we know how these. A lot of these. Uh, where majority of these situations always play out the same. Like you said, they're always going to try to do what they can to to get the um, courts to go in their favor. As far mm-hmm. as you know, so it is. It's a sad case. At the end of the day, excessive force was used. Somebody lost their life. Let's go ahead and you know do what we have to do. Let's make this. Let's justify this. You you trying to justify it in your way and it's not working. This officer needs to be arrested. Period. Point blank. Because they don't train y'all to do that. Even if you was to use your knee, you didn't have to be um at the uh, up on his neck like that. You see what I'm saying? Like you could have just held him down on his back. You could have had your knee on his back. Like it clearly he wasn't going nowhere. You Man know, was handcuffed, correct? <laughs> yeah. It's just it's crazy. And it's like like at, at the end of the day, I'm tired of them putting shit on a spoon and trying to feed it to us. And they and they think we're gonna continue to eat this bullshit that they feeding to us, and we right. not. We getting tired of it. We're not stupid. Y'all right. see the y'all looking at the same video we looking at. Yeah. Um, I, I don't is <laughs> use the word optics again. It, it's just sad that, you know, these optics that we're seeing are not what they're seeing. And, and it's just, you know, we have to justify excessive force. You know, it, it's just crazy. But um, let's go ahead and get started. Let me intro this. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Podcast. Your two hosts, Dre and Reg. We got a special guest, Aisha, with us from the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. This is Hello. second time on the show. Welcome back, ma'am. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Shit, I can't complain. Shit, I'm super straight. I'm alive. <laughs> well, Dre, you look really nice in there, red. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. You know what? As a matter of fact, ma'am, you look rather extravagant in thank that you. unapologetic blue that you're sporting. I like that. Thank you. I, like I really that. I like that color. <laughs> I like the name you gave that color. But you know what, Dre? Everybody say that when you got red on. You look really, really good in this red. Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm being every, so serious. Everybody say that when you got red on. Every, every episode we recorded, you got red on. I, I hear that. Whether it's in the YouTube comments or uh, 
someone said just says it in general but yeah well thank you unapologetic nation i appreciate it <laughs> yeah this red is like crispy too like it's really right right and vibrant like it's fresh out Hey, girl. Hey, man. Well, you know, I'll sport, sport my own apparel, my no mask apparel. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, yeah. Plug it in. Plug it in. Yeah. Yes. But, but what's, what's good with you? What's been up with you since we last had you on? Uh, nothing major. So, uh, Coffee and Apple Juice, we just finished off season two. So, we're going to spend the next uh, couple weeks preparing for season three. Y'all will be seeing my face a little bit more because now I'm going to be on YouTube. Um, so, I'm just trying to brace myself for that. Like, so I low key am a, a perfectionist, quote, like just a little bit. So, it's like <laughs> if my lashes ain't done or if my hair not done or if I got a pimple. I'm really insecure on camera. Like it's it freaks me out to get on camera. Like y'all should have seen me trying to hurry up and get ready for this. I had to put lashes on and everything. Okay. <laughs> yes. Like I'm for some reason, I just I'm extremely insecure about being on camera for whatever the case may be. And so that's why it's been it took me so long to decide to get on YouTube because like you have to keep in mind, I'm I'm planning this as if the whole world is gonna watch my videos okay shoot for the stars you know, so i i'll just i want to get y'all the best of me and mm -hmm. I, so i just have to prepare myself for that that's all yeah yeah that's but i'm ready for it though and you said you said you're doing a two-week break mm -mm. and i'm gonna need a little bit more than two weeks okay <laughs> so um we're gonna take we're gonna take the month of april the rest of the month of april um we're gonna do a little break and then we're gonna come back the first wednesday of may okay all right yeah dre what's the deal man look man i'm good happy man my my, my number one stunning them my firstborn she came down to rock out with me this week okay. and we've been doing it, everything from painting ride dirt bikes uh, <laughs> playing with putty uh Easter egg hunt, uh, man. We're gonna go to the bounce house tomorrow. She don't know. Mm -hmm. She don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> man, I mean, I'm just having a good time, man. Just have just just enjoying her and, and her being, you know, I was so used to having, you know, this one year old who understood me but yeah. act like he didn't understand that. So opposed to a seven going on eight year old that is pretty much on autopilot and you know mm -hmm. kind of g checks me about stuff her being a, a woman or, or a little woman at that so mm -hmm. it's cool man i'm enjoying it i'm, yeah. I'm enjoying it man that's good man i'm happy for you man appreciate nothing you. like none like family time absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. I, uh i shot down the road and spent uh <clears throat> the weekend with my my daughters and the grandbaby and uh yeah. as always love but they you know they get in a little feeling. I feel like they get in their feelings because, uh, of course, I give Luna all all the and all the time and enjoy. Yeah, I, I believe I can see that. I can see that all those emotions scrambled up three different type of emotions. Luna ain't going. Luna is I. I me knowing all three of them. Luna is not going. Yeah, <laughs> Luna ain't going. <laughs> so they gonna have to suck it up at all, at all. But uh, <laughs> speaking of um. Ron Isaiah, I'm ready to give off some granddaddy vibes now. Uh, Ron Isley had me had me like, oh, wait, 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 I got some grays in here. Let me, <laughs> wait till these grays start showing up. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think he's in his 80s, right? Or 79. He's in... He said 79. Jeez. Yeah. 79. His wife, his wife, his wife is 30 oh. years younger than him, isn't she? Really? 
She's young. She from, looked younger than that. She looked younger than 30 years younger than her. I want to say she's like, if I'm not mistaken, I think I read that she's either in her 30s or she's oh, 30 in years. Her 30s. Okay. It's, it's one of the other. I can't remember exactly she's which one. Tough. She's either in her 30s <laughs> or she's about 30 to 35 years younger than Yo, him. He almost made Dre spit his drink. Listen, if she in her 30s, I believe but she, she is I, gorgeous. I, yes, I could believe she's in her 30s from, from the pictures in the video I saw. That man will bust his heart. What? <laughs> no, that's, that was that was me. I didn't mean that was me. That was nasty. No, that, no. Was, that was nasty. That was nasty. <laughs> no, he is. Hey, nasty. listen. She like she like a lot of his other 31 year old, 30, 30, 30 something year old women. He might it, try to keep up with her. We is fine. He might try Ron, to keep up with her. Ron is out here. Ron hit the fountain of youth. Ron said, <laughs> hey. Now I said Luna ain't going. No, nah, no. Nah. Ron Osley ain't going. Mm -mm. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing his thing, man. Dre, let's talk about Roy Williams real quick. Let's talk about it, man. <sighs> when you sent me, first of all, I was asleep. You know what I'm saying? I was asleep, but mm -hmm. you, you know, your your text message popped up first, and I read it. But I, you know, I got like 20 text messages. What y'all gonna do? Oh, look at this! Clips and clips and clips. Is it April Fools? Is it this? Is it that? Bottom line is, man, shout out to Roy Williams, man, on, on a great career, on a Hall of Fame career, everything that he did for uh, the program. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wish him nothing but the best in spending time with his family, dog. And, uh, you know, he gave us he 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 gave us some uh, some primetime years, man, as far as, you know, how the basketball team looked, dog. So, you know, you can't be mad at old Roy, man. Dang gone, dang gone. Yeah. Hang on, you put us back on the map too. How, how do you how you feel about uh, Hubert? We got the right man. He is he was more than deserving of it. I think that uh, you know I, we we talked about it off off air, and uh, if if it wasn't him, I would like for it to be Jay Stackhouse. I think uh, shout out to uh, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill for uh, making the first black uh, head coach for the team because you know. All three of us being from North Carolina, we understand what if what the fuck going on as far as uh, black people being in the forefront of anything. Mm -hmm. So for him to be uh, be a, the first black head coach in the old Tar Heel State, in the old Tar Heel School, man, that's major. And a lot of people aren't talking about that, man. Right. I don't know why, but I don't know if I ever saw that day coming. You know what I mean? I mean, we talked about, we spoke on it. You look at the, mm -hmm. the, you look at him being an assistant and saying, okay, well, it's got to be one of them. But for him actually to, you know, hold the reins of the program, man, that's huge, man. Yeah, and I, that was a question you asked me. You said, uh, do you think, do you think we ready for that? And I was like, oh no, nah, I don't see it because <laughs> you was like, I don't know if they're gonna do that because you know we still, we still funded and backed up by by a bunch of uh, old mm. white men with old mm. white money mm. that, that are still stuck in these ways ways that they are, but uh. I'm happy for you know every every January and February I'm I'm always like man we need to replace Roy, but then you know once you go to the tournament then, you know it's always like that for me I'm like man what the fuck is Roy doing Roy losing games and shit I don't know what the hell but yeah I'm I'm happy for him um yeah it's like a good look man uh we kind of uh, talked about this uh bill that Georgia's passed this this voters bill and uh looks like they are trying to push us back into the corner to where, where our vote really don't matter. And, and you know, well, we, we, 
we know what it is because of what happened with this recent election with all the mail-ins and everything else. And they're like, oh, voter fraud. And we did this, we did that. So now they're trying to trying to uh, come up with other ways to to make our vote not count. Right. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? I'll let you go first, Aisha. Um, so my whole thing is we as a people need not let that deter us from, from what we came to do. If we came to vote, mm -hmm. I don't care nothing about you not passing me out no water. I came to vote. <laughs> if, if it means that I need my ID to cast the ballot, then I'm going to make sure I got my ID. The, you know, they gonna put up plenty of obstacles. We've been dealing with obstacles since the beginning of time. Yeah. We've been dealing with roadblocks. We've been dealing with shit in our way since the beginning. Mm -hmm. So this is what's, what is really showing us or what they smart. Don't get me wrong. They was, they smart <laughs> doing this because we don't want to have to do nothing unnecessary. Right, you mean right. saying I gotta have my ID? Half of us ain't even got our ID. We don't, we don't, need, we don't keep our ID. If it's what well, you know, so it's like that's it. If it's important to us, we'll make we'll get it done regardless of what the laws is, you know. Mm -hmm. But exactly. what what they targeting the ones that that they know ain't gonna go get their ID. Right. They targeting the ones who really don't care about the election. We showed up last year because we ain't want Trump in it no more. Mm -hmm. But you know. You, you know what I'm saying? So they they was smart to do that, but at the same time, if it means that much to us, then we're not gonna let that deter us from the goal, or we're not gonna let that stop us from going and you know handling business when it comes yeah. to it. Mm -hmm. right. And why you said that about the ID uh, situation? I it's so funny that you bring that up because just yesterday I was in the store uh, in the gas station, and and two of the young brothers were in there. One of them didn't have an ID. Right. And he says to him, not to get off topic, but he says to the cash, uh, the cashier, he says, yeah, I don't got no ID either, but I can show you. And this is a true story. He said, but I can show you my mug shot and that guy, my um, my date of birth on. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. And this is a true story, though. And I'm looking like. Wow. And the dude, just the, the, the cashier looked at him like. No. <laughs> no. Wow. No, seriously. But getting back on on on, uh, on subject, uh, Aisha, I, I agree with you one hundred ten thousand percent, man. Like I couldn't have said it better. It, it's it's facts, man. That's all I'm trying to do. It's just and and the reality of it is, is that with some of these hurdles and some of these obstacles, yes, it's going to put a little damper on on how we vote a little bit. I think a little bit. I think it will, and that's just reality, yo. Because of, of the fact that you said is that no, we don't like we don't people. Not even just us, but people like shit laid out. We want they don't want any. They want to go straight road. They don't mm -hmm. want to take any any you know left or right turns. So, um, but I, I think it. I think it might it might take we might take a, a little hit, but it's up to a come election time. It, it's up to uh, the powers that be, you know, on the black side, man, to make sure that that. They, they push and they had the same energy that they had last year. You know what I mean? That's key. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. Just like how these people can put these uh, laws uh, in play, you know, the powers that be, and, and even even with us, because uh, we got we are we have a voice too, just to make sure that we're, we're pushing this voting, pushing this voting, pushing this voting, because it matters. Because we have a lot to do with who the hell is in office in these offices or in these positions of power, and who not. 
Yeah. So we got to keep at it, man. There's some bullshit, though. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Uh, I, I just, because the majority of the voter uh, of the mail-in ballots were African-American. So I, I think they, and like you said, now, and even like providing an ID, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just weird that, I mean, but we, we know what it is. Like I said at the beginning, we know what it is and, and what they're trying to do. And um, they're trying to take matters back in their hands because for, for the mo most part, we made the election about us and what we want. Okay, right. And then we, we showed up and showed out. You know what I'm saying? Let our voice let our voice be heard, and it's a problem. But you know, for for decades, that's been the big hit on on African Americans. Um, we're not voting, we're not doing this, and we're not doing that. But when we do, now now y'all trying to put all these laws in place. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck your vote now. Like, yeah. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Stacey, Stacey Abrams and 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 uh, the rest of the crew is gonna come up with something. To, yeah, they to they, they gonna cook. They gonna yeah. cook up something. Man. Which which I can't wait. Um, so as of yesterday, um, there's two women that that has came out and spoke about uh, Deshaun Watson, and I know Dre, we've been talking about this for about three or four weeks now, right? It seems yeah, like every true. week is, is getting is 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 more and more. It's getting a little little more serious. And um, I saw that uh, Beats by Dre, they uh, they they uh, what cut the endorsement? They, Nike they, too. Yep, Nike suspended. Suspended it. Nike suspended. Okay. Yeah. So Beast by Dre absolutely ended the relationship with him. Um, I'm not surprised. <sighs> so, so Aisha, so so Aisha actually um <laughs> is a massage therapist by <laughs> at at you know I guess here and there right. You don't really yes, do, I, do it like that no so more. I am a licensed massage therapist. I went to school for massage. I had to take a really long test and I am licensed by the state okay. of North Carolina. Now I listen oh. to our podcast, okay? So let me just say this. A heart, if you flip your client over and they have a heart on, that should not like make you make you uncomfortable or anything. We are, it, at the school where I studied at, my teacher taught us that it's, it's normal. You know, a lot of time, I mean, you rubbing on a part of a man's body that probably don't get that much attention. You'll be surprised how rubbing somebody's legs can cause them to get a heart on. I don't massage I feet. I don't massage feet before and my client done had a heart on. Like, it's, it, that's not a, a deal breaker when it comes to massage. Now, if I'm massaging you and you're humping the table, if I'm massaging you and you, I see you stroking <laughs> your, yourself, that's then that okay. We have a problem now. But uh -huh. even still, in school, we're like my teacher taught us. He was like, if it get to the point where the client is moving too much, if they feel like if you feel like they you know being inappropriate, either apply more pressure to make it a little bit uncomfortable for them, or you just ask them, hey, is everything okay? See, like me, I I don't have these problems because I have no problem with opening my mouth. Hey, is everything okay? You want to take a break? Is the pressure okay? You know, like I make it uncomfortable for you to the point where you don't even want to play with yourself no more. And I have had some wild experiences during my journey as a massage therapist. I've okay. had clients nut on my sheets and on Ooh. my table before, okay? So I've seen it all. I, ha I have had old white men position 
uh, you know, just offer me a whole lot of money to give them hand jobs and everything. I've been through it all. A hard on flipping your flipping your client over and he have a hard on. I that's not nothing that I would go and quote unquote report. You know, I wouldn't go and do nothing like that. Now, if you said that she flipped him over, he had a hard on and he started stroking himself. That's a whole different situation. Right. But just because he had a hard on and you felt uncomfortable, that's just a bit extreme. That, right. that's a bit extreme yeah and the accusations they vary from just him having a hard on for him asking hey why don't you touch it from him actually touching himself or him positioning himself to where his dick may have touched her hand so i mean who, who at this point in just you know who knows i mean it's it's some he say she say one of the one of the women yesterday said that um she just wants to take her power back because she felt like he took her power by violating like her, her like that. And it's not about money. It's not about fame. It's not about none of this other stuff. But then his lawyer said, uh, released a statement. I, you might've saw it, Dre. I don't, you might have saw it twice. But he said, if it's not about this or that, then why did your lawyer want $100,000 hush money? Yeah, they wanted yeah. hundred bands of hush money. Yeah. So, I mean, and I hate to, I, I hate to like get on like the color topic and everything, but then when I looked at these two women, I'm like, come on, Deshaun, why? Like, I don't know. I it could have been some sisters. I, I I would have rather had a sister rubbing on me. I would, you know, a black woman, but I we gotta leave these women alone. We have got to leave these women alone because when our prominent black men are taken down, it is by it, when our prominent black men are taken down, it's by these others or colonizers, whatever you want to call them. You think so? For the majority, for the majority. I can't give you that one red. I can't give you that one red. I can't. Now it's a it, it, I, it's few, it's it's a few instances, mm -hmm. but I can't give you that one, man. Different strokes for different folks, no pun yeah. intended. Unapologetic nation, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. But uh yeah, I hope, <laughs> I hope, man. And at first I said, you know, it was just a, when we talked about it, Reggie, I was saying that I, I felt like it was, uh, you know, the organization and just trying to do what they can to tarnish this man's image. And that, and it, that very well may have something to do with it. However, mm -hmm. however, uh, I took a step back and I thought about what it is that you and I talked about. And then I talked to, uh, some other women about it as well. Uh, I just at this point, I, I have a hard time believing that 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 uh the young man is a hundred percent innocent. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is that he did. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I hope that he is. I hope. I hope that he is, man. Uh, and, and when I say when I say innocent, maybe maybe he did make someone uncomfortable. Is he guilty of making somebody uncomfortable? Maybe. Maybe maybe that's what he's guilty of making someone uncomfortable and not knowing not knowing he could be. He could have been not knowing that, you know, hey, him having him pitching a tent was going to, you know, <laughs> make this young lady feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You feel me? But I just know I, I feel as though something happened now to get the ins and outs of it. That's what I'm waiting on. You know what I mean? But but yeah. prayers up and, and to to him and his family, man, because I'm you know, he's yet to speak, obviously, for legal reasons. You know what I'm right. saying? I hope. uh I hope everything works out for him. He didn't forcefully do anything to these young women, man. 
yeah. hope not. The only thing that's weird to me, well, well, the main thing, one of the major things that's weird to me is why do you have 22 different massage therapists? That's, that's a lot of different massage therapists. Because you, usually people get, get that one that they that, that does them good, right? And I mean, you may have to go through some to find out, you know, just like barbers or hairstylists. You, you know, you, you go to one, I don't like them. They ain't do, do it right. You go to another. But 22? That's crazy. Yeah. It's a bit extreme, but ho- hopefully, hopefully he's innocent. Um, I, I, I'm definitely in agreement with you. I do think there, <laughs> there is something, something, something a little true going on. I mean, but it's just weird how all 22 of these women have the same lawyer representing them. So, um, as, as a massage therapist, I would my house would be paid off if I took every client to court that was inappropriate in my room okay mm-hmm. my house will be paid off um but like i you know what i'm not even gonna say nothing because i don't want to sound as if i'm on his side and i don't want to sound as if i'm on their side okay right. but as a massage therapist for me i'm not speaking for nobody else i'm not speaking for no no other woman a lot of shit you just kind of just brush off. A lot of stuff I just brush off, okay? Because I know that with men, a lot of them can't, they really can't help themselves as far as their body. As far, like, I just feel like y'all weak when it comes to y'all flesh. And I'm, listen. Easily aroused. Please. And when I tell y'all I'll go to work with my hair tied in a scarf, now I will have on leggings, but I try to make myself as appropriate uh, as appropriate as possible to not, I don't want to paint no picture for nobody, you know, so I don't come to work dressed to arouse nobody, okay, but I'm naturally pretty, I'm naturally voluptuous, my butt is big, my titties, they big. You know, my stomach big too, but I tuck it in my tight so you can't really see. But like I'm like I'm a pretty massage therapist. I'm not what you expect to see when you think of a massage therapist, okay? Mm-hmm. But like I have had some wild experiences, okay? Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I got stories for days. Do y'all understand me? Stories for days. Mm. But at the same time, it's like it wasn't nothing that I'm finna like run and go report. For one, I don't want to have to deal with the courts. That's time off work. I'm missing out on money, having to spend money to go to court over something where I could just, you know what? I don't. I no longer want to be your therapist. I recommend that you go somewhere else. Simple. But now yeah. in his in his case, y'all saying this over twenty women, and they all pretty much got some some somewhat similar stories. Me personally, I'm not finna sit here and believe I was 20 women. I'm sorry. Oh, still no, 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 no. Three or four, maybe. I feel like everybody else is paid to, to yeah. say this. And mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean he could be a little a little nutcase, you know. Who right. knows? So it's funny that you say that because you just made me remember this. Um he does have text messages from one of the massage therapists that said, Hey, um, you might want to watch out. Your name is out here. These women are saying that you're uh um this and that during uh the sessions blah 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 blah. so it could it does sound like some of them probably got together and was like hey uh did he do this when you was on the table well when he was on your table did he do this when he, he was on your table da, da, da. so all of them because like i said all of them have the same guy representing them so mm. like it's weird. i just i feel like with that massage therapy 
you know what? I don't I don't want to say nothing else. I'm sorry. Right. But no, no, no. So so back to you real quick. You said you had a nigga nut on your sheets. Yes. Oh <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. I don't I don't want to brag and make like I am I don't do nothing extra. I promise y'all, I don't do nothing extra. I don't have to do anything extra. Like my pressure is like that. My massages is like that. But I'm extremely appropriate. I drape you. I ain't never seen, I ain't never purposely seen a private part because I like I've never had to do anything extra during mm -hmm. my massages ever. But like yeah. I enjoy massaging a man's legs. I don't know what it is about the legs, but the thighs, the back of the legs, the quads, all of that. I really enjoy massaging a man's legs. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I start my massages with the feet. I feel like you wake up every day. The first thing you touch the floor is your feet. So that your feet carry the pressure of the body all day long. So I start my massages down at your feet. I start you on your stomach. I start at your feet. I work my way up your calves. I, I This is the only part of my body I use when I'm massaging my hands. And mostly it's my forearms. I lie to y'all not. I probably was massaging this man's legs for maybe three or four minutes. And he said, ma'am, I need you to stop. He was like, can you step out the room for a second? I was like, okay. I stepped out. He probably was in there 15 minutes. I say, sir, are you okay? He was like, yeah. He opened the door. He was fully dressed. And he was like, I apologize. He was like, I left money and a tip on the table. And he just walked off. I never heard from him again. So I'm already confused. Like, damn, I hope I ain't do nothing wrong. All I was doing was massaging his legs. I go to um, change my sheets, and there it was. <laughs> there, there it was. So I like I wasn't I I'm, I'm a woman, and I've dealt with men before. I'm I wasn't disgusted. Mm -hmm. I was actually kind of like I'm just glad he told me oh, to leave okay. out before you know. Like I'm just glad he didn't do it in front of me or you know didn't make it uncomfortable for me he asked me to step out i did he handled his business i all i did was ball the sheets up and throw them in the trash that's it that's all okay. like i mean some men they really just i mean it's some people out here who really just can't handle it like they really just can't i mean he knew he was about to do it and he asked me to step out and i did yeah. if 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 you if you rubbing on yourself on my table i'm just gonna ask you hey you okay <laughs> I can step like I can step out. Just know that you paid for an hour. I just want to get you. You're you're in you you rented my room for an hour. You rented my table for an hour, whether I'm in here or not. Your clock started ticking once you came in here. If you want me to step out, I can step out. But you're not finna do this while I'm in here. See, I have a my skin is just a little tougher than most women's. That's the industry. And if your teacher or your professor, or whoever you studied up under, didn't prepare you for these things, because and that's a lot, that's a lot of the issues that this industry have. Everybody think they finna come in and make all this money and make all these tips, and they not gonna have to deal with situations like this. You know, so yeah. Man, uh, hopefully uh a lot of these accusations are, are false and he finds his way out of it. Um, I hate to see it. hate to see a black man go down, but if he did do something. Then he needs to be punished. Then he get what he right. gets. No question yeah. about it. We all agree. Go let Debo in the C, C block uh, massage <laughs> you and see how you like that. But uh, <laughs> Miss, Miss Hadia. <laughs> yes. 
how's it out here dating, dating with children? Okay. And I'm just going to keep it all the way real with y'all. Please do. Unapologetic. It sucks. And let me tell you why. When my children was younger, it was <clears throat> easy to kind of um, date somebody because your kid's young. But it's like, as they get older, their memory is a little bit more better. So I'm, I got a guy that I talk to on the phone, right? And I'll tell my kids up front, this is not my boyfriend. This is just somebody I talk to on the phone. Mm -hmm. And so I may invite the guy over to, you know, just come chill at the house for a little bit, right? But see, we're, we're not really dating. We're just in the talking stage. So in the talking stage, I might be talking to two or three different people. Mm. I, don't feel, I don't feel comfortable bringing two or three people to my house or going out and letting my kids know, hey, I'm finna go see this guy. Or I'm finna go see this guy. Like, I just feel like it's, even though they're older, they, they don't 100% understand dating as an adult. They're children. Okay. They're not supposed to. So it's harder for me to date and to meet people and see people because my children, I'm more so concerned with what my children, how they're going to analyze the situation. Okay. okay. So like I was talking to my kids today about, because they was just asking me like, Mom, who's this guy you be talking to on the phone? And, you know, I just told him, hey, he's a friend of mine. She was like, but what about the other one? And it's like, it's just the way that she said it that made me feel <laughs> like, oh, my God. Am I really? Like, it just, I just felt so whorish to be talking on the phone to two different guys, okay? Now, I haven't invited anybody into our space yet. But, <laughs> you know, I if I ain't got no babysitter, if I just don't feel comfortable with leaving my kids at the house, mm -hmm. then I'm going to invite you over. But it's like, I'm also not going to feel comfortable inviting you over knowing that you're gonna you may walk past my kids or something like like it's just it, for me it is extremely hard okay it's just extremely hard for me and i can't speak for everybody else i'm more so just speaking mm. for me. all right dre um if you, up, was out, if you was out here in these streets dating yeah. is, is is there a um a cutoff far as in in children for a woman is, is there a limit you know what, man? I can't, I can't say, I can't say it would that would be a limit for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess, I guess you would have to look at it. You, you would have to look at it if you were dating to, if you were, if you're out here dating and, and your your end all be all is, you know, to catch a partner to to marry or whatever. I guess you got to look at a few things if you're ready to take on the responsibility of someone else's kids and how much that's going to be. What, what not you know money wise, not monetary, but if you're ready to take on that that role, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I think you know for me, if, if it was if I was out in the street like that, bro, if I was dating or whatnot, I, I don't think I would necessarily have a a, a number, man. I don't okay. think so. Shit, life happens, dog. Shit, it is yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? Hell, I got two of my own. I got two of my own. Hell, yeah. there might be a motherfucker out here that that, that look at me and, and they might think that I'm the cream of the crop. And then how would mm -hmm. I feel if, you know, she just told me like, I'm going to head out, bro. You got two. And guess what? <laughs> there is some women, that, there are women out here, not saying I experienced it, but there are women out here that look at you crazy like, oh, yeah, I don't want, if, if you have a baby mama, right. then you did. Mm -hmm. There's plenty absolutely. of them out here. Absolutely, yeah. You know 
So not just from not just men, but you know, I mean, not just women, people, people in general, man. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but to answer your question, I don't necessarily think I w- I would have a number, man. I don't I don't think so because if the shit is organic, you know, between two two folks, man, you gonna handle you gonna figure out the rest of every everything mm-hmm. else, right? Yeah. So I don't have a number, mm-hmm. but but I think there might be an age for me. Okay. If, if, I think if she if she was to have multiple kids under probably age of four, maybe five, that might be a no-go for me. Yeah, you backtrack. <laughs> you probably. I'm talking about as far, I'm saying I'm saying as yeah. far as timeline. You you yeah. look at the timeline. Yeah, All probably. Right. <laughs> Don't give me that look, Aisha. <laughs> I, listen, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Don't my youngest, my youngest is eight, and this guy that is quote unquote pursuing me, mm-hmm. like, okay, so let me just go ahead and put it out there. I have four children. I'm not having no more kids. Yeah. So that's why I was gonna ask you: do do men care about the amount of kids you have? Like, is that a so, is that a I've never had a guy tell me he didn't want anything to do with me because I have four kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. My kids actually has never been an issue with me getting a man on a man's like I've never been turned down because I have children because I have four children or because of their ages or anything that has never been the issue. If I if I dismissed the guy or if I decided that I didn't want to pursue a relationship, it it it's not because of I don't think it was necessarily because of my kids. It was more so because I just didn't want to go through with it. But at the same time. I have to keep my kids into, I take my kids into consideration when it comes to me dealing with anybody. Right. Um, so yeah, like I'm not, I can't date a guy who don't have kids. I don't think I would feel comfortable dating a guy who don't oh. have kids. So that's one thing for me too. I, I I prefer a woman that does have kids. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like if you got, if you don't have kids and you don't went and applied for your stepdaddy license or your stepdaddy CDLs, then by all means, <laughs> you know, come on through. But if you if you don't understand that I can't get up and go every day all day long, if you don't understand that I'm working all day, I gotta come home feed kids, I gotta help with homework, I gotta like I just need somebody to understand that, you know. Yeah. I need I need you to know what it's like as I need you to know what uh, what I go through as a mother. Like I need you to have some type of experience with children because I want my partner to be family oriented, you know. Okay. I, I want my partner to understand on the weekends when I got time off, I want to go hang out with the kids. I want to go, let's go to the park. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, I don't want somebody who is just only trying to court me, you know, so. Okay. And I think that goes to what what Dre said, because I I feel the same way. You know, when you are uh, entertaining this woman, you, you, I mean, that's, that's a part of her, a big part of her, her kids. So if you can't accept, if you can't accept the kids, then you, Probably you probably shouldn't be trying to accept her because that is a, a package deal. Right. Damn right. So how, how do you feel about that, Dre? I mean, would you rather be with a woman that has kids? Again, I don't I don't think uh I don't think it would really matter to me if she got kids or if she ain't. And, and the reason why, man, you know, I could be you Reggie, you know, I could be a Brahma bull at times for so the end of the mm-hmm. day. Motherfucker, if you ain't rocking with what I got going on, if you ain't on my page and I tell you that I gotta deal with something with my babies. Mm-hmm. And you got an issue with it? 
this ain't gonna work out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's just what it is, man. Like, I can't, uh, I just can't see, I can't see, uh, but, yeah, I guess so. So then I, I guess I would have to thinking about what I just said. I guess the the smart thing would said would would, to, would be to deal with a woman with kids. I guess that that would be the smart thing to do. You know what I'm saying? That would be the smart thing to do. I don't okay. know now because you have some women who, even though they have kids, they still might just be that selfish to not want to, you know what I'm saying? Like it's some women out here who, even though they have kids, they still might have a problem with you having to up and go see about your children. Yep. Right. You yep. know, so yeah. It it really just depends on the woman. Whether she got kids or <sighs> not, I don't think that matters. I think it's just more so the woman and if she has the patience to deal with the man who has children, at least a, a stand-up man who's actually in his ch- child's life. Because you got a lot of men out here who have kids and they don't drop at the, they don't, you know, run at the drop of a dime to go make sure their kids got everything they need, you know? Mm-hmm. They put that on the mom. So it really just depends on the woman and her character. Mm. Yeah. So uh, this is something I wanted to talk about. And is uh, I guess it's coming off of a, uh, the Sweetie and uh, Quavo thing, but um, she had said something about um, she had emotionally checked out of that relationship months ago. Mm-hmm. Before you know, and 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 I guess that's kind of you know we hear that a lot for on that on the woman's side, but so Dre in some of the relationships that you've been, have you found yourself in in that predicament to where you was just there physically, emotionally, you was already already done. Absolutely. You want you asking me how I dealt with it, or what are you well, asking? Because the answer is yes to the question you just asked. So how how long, how long did you uh, continue on with it? Because I know, like like us, we're more physical than emotional. Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. we lose, once we once we lose that that I guess that physical want and need, mm-hmm. we, we pretty much out the door. But a woman a woman could actually like not be into you emotionally, really not want to be, want you on her, but she'll still, I guess, sit there and have sex with you and deal with you until that final straw. And then she like, I'm gone, fuck this shit. Us on the other hand, it might be more or less, uh, I'm, I'm just not, and we gone. But so so how long did you did you deal with it after uh, you was gone emotionally? Uh, I think, uh... I say so. I say that happened probably a little bit after college. It happened a little bit after college, um, where I, where that happened to me, and I think I stuck around for uh, maybe maybe four or five months. Okay, That's you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, maybe four, maybe four, maybe four or five months because it was uh, it was what I knew. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was what I knew, and and back then I was selfish, so of course I don't want to, I don't want the next nigga on my honey bud. Next, I don't want the next nigga, you know, mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing. So I'm I'm gonna hold on to it. I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. You know, I'm gonna try to keep it. Hold. I'm trying to hold it in a row, uh, but eventually it didn't it didn't happen. Uh, and I think also too, like you say, you know, most then it was more about about you know physical. Okay, yeah, sex is good. This that third, yeah. So we, we, we rocking. But I think uh, um, now um, it's it's more about who you are. For for me, it's important that that uh, you know women 
continue to be the homies. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I know it's a, it's a difference. You know, it, it's lines that can't be crossed in that. But at the same time, I think, uh, and even back then, actually, in that situation, I think that's what happened. Like, um, the young lady that I was dealing with, you know, she just, she, it, it went from us having all that fun, having fun, and I'm just not even saying, like, going out about and all that shit, but, mm-hmm. you know, us being able to talk about any and everything, and, you know, she gave me um, her opinion from another young adult's perspective versus a girlfriend perspective. And when I pick up on that girlfriend shit, that's when I be like, are you telling me that because I'm your boyfriend and you don't want me to go down that path? Or are you telling me that because you believe that? And if I'm able to decipher the two, then that's a problem for me. Okay. So. Okay. You just made me think of something. I, I, I think I've been in a situation. But so, Aisha. No, you have. You, you as a woman, I know, because this, this is, I guess a, a big thing for a woman because like like I said, uh, y'all tend to be like when y'all are done, y'all have already been out the door months ahead of time. That's why it's so easy for y'all to leave. Yes. So me as a woman, this actually just happened with my last, I don't even want to call it a relationship no more. I'm just going to call it a situationship. Um, I was in a situation with a guy for five years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, I had a female call my phone year two, year two. I had one female call my phone, um, year four ran into the female again on my phone. So year three, once the the first female call or the first phone call, you know, it's like you, you don't let it slide, but now you're aware your eyes are a little open. Okay. Um, you know your my antennas is up okay so when 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 she called year three year four when she called year four um i was like okay yeah no so now mind y'all my antennas is up so it's like okay i got this chick calling my phone Mm -hmm. we not spending the time that i want us to spend together you know, so it's like it wasn't just the female; it was a bunch of different things starting to come into come into play. Okay, so now I'm at a point where by year three and a half, year four, I was like, you know what? I'm just kinda, I'm just kind of over it. Okay, <laughs> and so I stayed, or I let the, the situation continue because I'm thinking maybe you're gonna change. I'm telling you it's the problem. Let me see if you're going to do what you need to do to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. By, by the halfway point of year four, when I realized the problem, the situation was not going to get no better. At this point, I'm just staying because I don't really want to bring nobody else around. I'm just staying because you who I'm fucking at the time, let's just continue doing it because of all the things that's going wrong, that's probably the only thing that's going right, you know? So... <laughs> Let me let's just let let me just stick around with you because you the one you the only one that's been mess, I've been messing around with it at this point. This is just me, but emotionally I'm already checked out because like the stories you tell me I no longer I'm not paying attention like I used to. Mm-hmm. You know the, the situations and the problems that you're facing now I don't really care that much. This yeah. shit you cause on yourself. You know when you tell me about issues with your baby mama I'm listening, but I don't really care. You know that's your baby mama. 
I don't even see your kids like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just, I was like, I was emotionally checked out yeah. probably a year and a half before I just said, you know what? I want to be done with you completely. Mm. You know? So, That's a yeah. long time. It is. And it's, and it's within that year and a half, I mostly just started focusing on me. I always say um, 75% of women who you see like just coming up, they glowing, they just got over a breakup or they just emotionally just checked out. It's like once I started checking out, I started focusing on other shit. Was y'all living together? No, we wasn't living together. And see, so it's like, I want to tell y'all about the situation, but I don't want to take away from the episode, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it was a it was a bunch of bullshit. Okay, like, that's why I call it a situationship because I was ignoring red flags left and right just to say I had a man. Mm. I was ignoring red flags left yeah. and right just to say that I was in a relationship just to be able to repost a cute little relationship meme that I done seen on social media. <laughs> like I was ignoring red flags. Lord, what was what was I don't know, but. Now it's it's crazy now because now that I'm trying to get back into dating, quote unquote, the red flags is there. Like I see them left and right. Now I, I be turning dudes down. Like, Boy, you ain't just text like I, I. It's like I can't avoid them now. <laughs> oh my god! Like it's so crazy. Like I don't think I'll ever really find somebody because the little things. I'm catching on to the little things. Your bloodhound now. Yeah, man, listen. Listen, you got to deal with some of them little things. Listen, <laughs> I am get, shit that I probably would have let slide. No, you ain't going. You, ain't you know going. what? You know what? This ain't working out. We need to normalize um leaving as soon as we decide that we no longer want to be. We don't know. We no longer want to do it. Yeah. So I, that's when I met or, with like. Yeah. Or or um. That saying that a lot of y'all don't want to hear or, or like to hear, you're, you're single until you're married. Listen. Mm, but we're not going to talk about this though, episode. That's another cup of brown liquor. We're not going to talk about that this episode. But so, Dre, you did make me think about it. I think uh, my my marriage, I was probably like that for the last six, seven months. Because um, mm. when once, uh, you know, once everything started happening and, and actually uh, what in the end all be all of me was uh, she had, she had to put, she had put her hands on me and that was it for me. I, I said, I wanted a divorce and I didn't turn back. She said she wanted a divorce. And the next day I was in the courthouse, you know, trying to get an uncontested divorce. And when they served her the papers, she was like, no, I'm not signing these. I'm not doing this. I don't, I, whatever else. And I was, I was like, you said you wanted a divorce just like I did, but there was no going back for me. So I think, you know, you you talking about that, it, it made me think about that. And I definitely was, uh, she was on borrowed time, I guess, that's the saying, because I was, I was actually sticking around. It, it was probably, I think it was more or less because I was listening to all the old heads telling me, man, y'all got kids together. Um, it's, it's cheaper to keep her, all that other shit. And then um, somebody else had told me like, man, listen, all that materialism stuff, all that, you can get all that bullshit back. Like you, one thing you have have got to think about is your happiness. Like you cannot compromise your happiness. I, he, he's like, I, I started over. I was in I was in a uh, one bedroom apartment with no furniture. He said I had an air mattress. He's like, 
but I was happy as hell. And he said, within the year, two years, I was getting furniture back. I was doing this and doing that. Was I paying money and all this other stuff? He was like, yeah, but, and, and I, I, I took that to heart and I was like, you know what? I am definitely unhappy. And, and that's one thing I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I don't like, I hate coming home and, and being in a house that's just, the tension is, you know, you can feel it as soon as you walk through the door, you know, yeah. And that's what it was. So yeah, I, I definitely, uh, we do do that shit. Us men do do that shit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We don't look at it. We just don't look at it and think about it like that. Hmm. But so. You probably don't just see it. Yeah. You don't see it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think nobody really knew or re- was really aware that they do that until it was actually pointed out in another situation. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. to close to close this one out, um, did, did you get did you get granddaddy vibes, uh, Aisha? From you. No, no, not from me. From Ron Isaac. Did did you did you? No, I got I got sugar daddy vibes. Oh, okay. okay, I got I got sugar daddy vibes from Ron Isley. Like he can get it. Okay. Okay. What he about can. you, Dre? You, did, did did you you start? You gonna would you ever look at that 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 bracket that the next couple brackets up on you? You know. Oh, would would I? Yeah. Would I like like older women? Yeah. Oh, what's the ceiling? The ceiling is a motherfucking roof, nigga. You the answer to that. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> you the answer to that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know because so many people, so many of my friends have experienced that type of shit, man. But I can honestly say, bro, I have never experienced the older woman thing, bro. I've never experienced it. Okay. I never, I never have. So I don't know. I never have though. Mm. I start looking at myself like, damn, I know I'm, I got a baby face and shit, but fuck, what the fuck going on? The old motherfuckers don't want me. <laughs> but nah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I've never experienced it though, man. Those, I'm just joking, but I, I've never experienced it. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't really know though. Yeah, I, I have once in my life. I was young. I was very young. She was like, I won't say I was like 22. She was 36. I had just got my first duty station. But yeah, no, nah, I ain't never. Uh-huh. Well, not, okay, not, not since then, though. So dealing with this army shit, it, it, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I, I've had it to uh, my first, my first deployment, man. It was a uh, older white lady, dog. I was, bro, she was like she was saying all the inappropriate things bro all the inappropriate things right like you know them long legs them long fingers let me see your hand let me shake your hand let me you know what I'm saying she was I left it alone, dog. Scary ass shit, bro. I'm like, no, man, get off that, man. You next. Yeah. yeah. You know, but but no, I've never really experienced no older older woman type shit, man. No. I've been with um one. I'm not gonna even say I've been with. I was talking to one older guy, and when I say older, he was very much. 20 years older than me okay okay um we text talked on the phone and i went to go see him one day and then i got um so my friends text me and was like it was a party so i wanted to go to the party but i didn't tell him i was going to the party i just told him i was going home so whatever the case may be um 
where I went when I left him was it doesn't matter he was like okay well text me and let me know you made it home mm. and I forgot to text and let him know I made it home uh-uh. and it went from him being a potential partner of mine to him coming off on me like he was my daddy you know what? and I think that's one of the reasons why I don't care to be with older men because I don't want you coming off on me like you're my dad. You're not my dad. You're supposed to be my man. So I think it's more like the controlling aspect, the the be, them being older than me, being a little wiser than me. Mm-hmm. They feel like they can just kind of talk to you how they want. And I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't. I didn't like that at all. And it was like, I don't have to deal with this. Right. Sir, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to deal with this. You know, so I had went ahead and called it quits. <laughs> I called it quits right then and there because yeah. I didn't have to deal with that. That man was worried about you giving that honey bun up. Listen, to tell you. he wasn't even getting the honey bun. Okay, and, 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 and I and I understand it by what you just said. However, he don't want nobody else getting it. If I, I ain't nobody else touching it too, I yeah, I'll tell you, man. Yeah, I, 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 I've heard. Uh, I've heard that the older men are controlling. But um, guys, I enjoyed y'all. I enjoyed y'all time. I enjoyed chopping it up with y'all. I think this is a very good episode. Aisha, tell the people who you are again and how they can find you. Yes, yes. So once again, I am Aisha Hadia. I am the host of Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Please stay tuned for season three. We will be on YouTube so y'all can finally see my face and put this face with the voice. Um Nope. Dre and Reg, it was definitely a pleasure. Y'all know I'm y'all always welcomed on my show. Okay. Um, but I really appreciate y'all. I love y'all vibe and I look forward to doing more episodes with you guys. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and, and being our guest again. We didn't have Dre the last time, so I was like, wait, we got the next episode we do, we gotta definitely have Dre on. Yeah. Yo, I appreciate you coming on, Aisha. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. Thank you. Mr. Dre. Homie, homie, look, man. Shout out to everybody back at the crib, man. Shout out to Unapologetic Nation, man. You always know. You already know it's always a treat for me when you and I can chop it up again. Aisha, thank you so much, man. I always get get excited when you when when I get an opportunity to talk to you. You know, we had a couple of times where we were supposed to get on, but even in when we talked that, that little bit of time, I was excited. You, you made me laugh like a motherfucker. And that <laughs> and that's hard. That's hard to do. So <laughs> but uh you know as always man you know mental health is real um if, if you if you're out there you got things going on you know in, anything you know that myself or, or, or reg can help you with no we're not subject matters ex- uh, subject matter experts but we do know a little bit about a little bit and we know how to get you the resources that you need to mm-hmm. get help so uh don't be afraid to tap in on our personal igs or tap into the unapologetic uh ig other than that man you, you already know what time it is. Uh-huh. 36 years around the sun around the sun on Monday. Yeah, got one coming up. But once again, thank you, Aisha, for being on the show. You are more than welcome. Um, I definitely had fun. For, Let me and readjust I keep... my hoodie real quick. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, I, I actually wore my t-shirt to the uh, grocery store today and uh, this lady was like, hey, is that your podcast? Um, where can I find you? And I told her, and she went and subscribed right then and there. I was like, all right. But uh, yes, for everybody that, you know, all our viewers, listeners, I appreciate the uh, comments, supports, the likes, all that good stuff. Keep it coming. And I always forget to say this shit. Um, 
like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Share. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I keep forgetting that shit. I need to put a uh, disclaimer out there. I probably I'm gonna put a banner on episodes from now on. That shit. <laughs> Just so I have to keep doing it. But yes, thank you. This is episode 33. We're unapologetic. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, coming off of Dre's birthday. He, he oh, I don't have no crazy stories, but I probably will. I'm actually going to be in the area, uh, Aisha, so I'm going to leave with you after this. I will buy you lunch for your birthday. Mm, okay. I will buy you lunch. Well, yeah. well, well, damn, my birthday was last Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to buy you lunch, too. Last I, Tuesday, listen, last Tuesday. I Listen, <laughs> I promise I'm going to, I'm sending both of y'all some cash apps. Oh, let me plug this in really, really quick. So, Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast is doing a cash app giveaway. I am giving listeners, I'm giving two of my listeners a chance to win some money from my personal bank account. This is not a sponsored contest. All you have to do is go to our YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube and leave a comment about what you liked about season two. And if your cash tag is picked or if your comment is picked, um, I will definitely be cash apping somebody. April 14th is when I'm going to pick the winners. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. All right, guys, thank you once again. We're unapologetic, we're unfiltered, and all that good stuff. We're out of here. Peace. All right, I know you got it. You know what it is. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unapologetic, the podcast. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. You better follow me.